Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Oh, no Larry Bird today? No. There's a, there's a sad connection to the Larry Bird yesterday. What's up? Tommy Heinsohn, legendary Celtic, uh, obviously a legendary Boston Celtics player, but I know him as a broadcaster. That's who I grew up on, listening to Larry Bird. Was he Uh, on one of the calls yesterday? He probably was. Yeah. I I didn't, I don't know, but he probably was. Okay. And so, uh, longtime Boston Celtic, uh, Tommy Heinsohn, passed away at the age of 86. Boy, I tell you, man, that team, uh, you know, uh, the the great Sam Jones lives in town, and I still think that's so cool because if you think about the Celtics, the Celtics were good, right? Mm. Celtics were so good. And when I grew up, they were, I mean, so much better than the Red Sox, so much better than the Patriots. Uh, the Bruins were good at times, but not like that good. And then if you go all the way back, I mean, the Celtics are one of the great franchises of all time, like Yankees, right? Mm. Lakers, Celtics, they're all now the Patriots are in that breath, but the Cowboys and Steelers and the Celtics are in that because of what they did. It's still amazing. Uh, Sam Jones had, has 10 rings, 10 NBA championships. I mean, playing with the great Bill Russell and Heinsohn and those guys were all part of the lore of the Celtics. So um, I know most of you probably don't care about the Celtics, but it feels like a little bit of, of yesteryear. Uh, goes away when when Tommy Heinsohn, uh news of that came down today and passed away. So hey, long sleeve shirt for Austin Lane. Yeah, now, I man, don't talk got about this for your my style birthday. very often. But I'm like, hey, I don't know if you usually showing off the guns no, today. You're hiding sure, everything. Man. You okay? I mean, did no, you get? Dude, did I'm you th- get I'm th- no, I mean, poked and prodded or something. No, it was a rough day. I had did you have a bad tattoo? No, I mean, I ended up getting a, f- a flat tire, so that sucked. Um, so flat I had to get that tire. taken care of. Yeah, He's so now... I had to get three replaced. But I had nothing to do with my long sleeve shirt selection. <laughs> no, this was uh, <laughs> time to grow up. Yeah, for sure. Did you right? change your own tire? No, I mean, no, I just took it to the. I mean, I don't have a. Oh, tire. Like, is I don't that have the a same tire that's been flat for like no, a month? No, it's a different one. So like oh. all, all those tires are going out now, unfortunately. So I had to go take those to a place. New get tires, them. right? I got new we tires. We need a so, tire sponsor. Uh, so I got three new tires. Yeah, I mean, it I mean, that would have been convenient been, before I got those. Only been working changed. on a tire sponsor for about twenty you know months. What? It would have been convenient, hey, but it's all good. Team, if you're listening at home yeah. or downstairs, yeah, but it's stay all good in your though. Lane. But no, the reason why I'm changing my. My wardrobe, if you want to say, because my mom got me a long sleeve shirt for my birthday. I don't have a lot of long sleeve shirts because they don't fit me right. Because obviously, you know, I'm, I'm kind of lean, but I got long arms, so they kind of look goofy on me. But this one that she got me actually fits me pretty good. So it's like literally the only long sleeve shirt that I own right now, but it works out just fine. So I'm rocking it. Where's that? What does it say? Vans, man. Oh, it's a Vans. Right? Yeah, Vans I off the wall the... since 1966. Here's the thing. Like, I went to Vans the other day to be mm-hmm. you for Halloween, right? How'd that feel? It was pretty good. But mm-hmm. I actually liked some of the stuff in there. Yeah, but then well, I had careful. This, this problem, right? So I, have, I, I like some of the stuff, but then I'm like, careful, well, I can't wear the Vans stuff. Like, I can't buy the Vans stuff. It's not for you. What I found out yesterday, I'm a Skechers guy. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> yeah, so, there's people who are asking for some cries for help, too, man. Yeah, um, people well, are concerned about not you. Not everybody. Not everybody. Yeah. But the right people. So I, I just don't want to, I can't follow in your footsteps and be van, like you're the Vans guy. I can't be the Vans guy. So that yeah. prevents me from shopping at the Vans store. Right? I mean, I'm not trying to stop you from being the Vans guy. I just want you to be who you're destined to be. 
And, and who I'm I feel you were destined, and who I feel you're destined to be was more than a Skechers guy. Now, listen, I understand that you shouted them out on Twitter, so now you're trying to get that endorsement deal. What I'm trying Which to do be is the, give the biggest all dads a free pair of Skechers. I'm telling you right like, now, if we could do that here at ESPN 690, that yeah. would be a win. I'm telling you right now, if Skechers sees that tweet and they retweet you and they start reaching out for some kind of endorsement deal, you want to talk about career suicide? That's on you. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 I'm serious. Like, kiss this thing goodbye. Like, you're going to go back down to talking about college sports the whole time uh, back in Rhode Island or something because you ain't going to be working around here, man. I'm, tell- I'm trying to help you out. You're better than that, Brent. I don't You're better so. than that. You're better than I Skechers. I think I am. You and are, though. I like the Skechers. You, you got a reputation that people people trust you on stuff, man. I and you rock little... Skechers? Hey, listen. When In 10 more birthdays from now, sure. you'll be wearing Skechers, too. Hey, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Kuz, you got to place your bets right now. I'm going to be wearing Skechers in 10 years. Oh, I would take the under. It's going to be these same shoes right New here. Balance? Yeah. No, I made the New Balances. Man, those are, I'm telling you, the Steve Jobses. Got to make them happen. See, I couldn't tell yesterday if you were saying the Steve Jobs shoes when they were gray was yeah. a compliment or not. Because oftentimes you criticize whether I'm wearing gray well, or white or No, no. Whatever. I mean, it was an insult to your, to your color preference, by the way. It's a lot of gray. It's, it is what it is, though. But if you're going to call Steve Jobs a lot of things, I mean, I think an innovator would be one of them. That is true. I think a genius would be another one. Yep. I think successful would be another adjective to Maybe describe I Steve should Jobs. Wear New Balance. So do you want to get in that alike. category? That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. It's time to start representing who you are he, and not go down to level Skechers. He's so successful because he doesn't waste time picking out colors. He just yeah, wears gray and about... No, he wears black and gray, and the, yeah, he's kind of that guy. Now, he also drops $175 on those shoes, which is kind uh, of a flex. Can, well, listen, his $175 is like my 40 bucks. So, not, I mean, well, really, to be honest with you, that's like $10 yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it was. At so, the I mean, Diet Coke machine. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's uh, I, I didn't know how you, you meant that at the times, but uh, the late Steve Jobs, yeah. of course. Uh, listen. We, we we could all aspire to be. Listen, I, exactly. And I'm just saying, man, and you see it on Twitter, Kuz is here for you. I'm here for you. You're in a safe spot. If you want to talk about your fashion sense and talk about your shoes, we care about you, man. And people on Twitter care about you, too. Now, don't listen to First Coast Bubbler, whoever that dude is. He's spilling he's nonsense. He's a Wisconsin guy. You know what we call him? We call him an enabler. All right? He's spilling nonsense in your head. Don't listen to that, dude. Listen to the common people um, who know that Skechers just, you know what? It's just not for you, Brent. Uh, uh, what we'll, we'll see if they what what think? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I can't. Kuz, ready to walk yeah. out? You ready oh, to boycott this show? Uh, whatever you need. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I Steph, need you to boycott with Steph. Steph is vibing mean. with you a little bit today. You know why? why because Steph is the queen of the long sleeve shirt. Ah, she loves the long sleeve yeah. shirt. I'm an, I'm not really that big of the long sleeve shirt guy. Sure. But she like I can see it once in a while, but they still don't have like see. Sometimes the the T-shirt has better material usually than the long sleeve shirt does. The uh, like it's it's a better. There's not a lot of soft feeling long sleeve shirts. Usually, uh, crazy thing is you know you know what like a Henley shirt is you oh, know yeah. like the button and yep. then it's like the three quarters. There you go. I have a lot of three quarters ones that are comfortable. This one's actually pretty comfortable for a long sleeve. The uh, the long sleeve with the shorts though is a, a different say something. Look. I, I I dare to get on me about this. What's no, the, I'm just the, saying like. Hey. What? There's nothing wrong with this. That's long fine. Hey, but the hey, long you know sleeve, now the sleeves are rolled up. The long so sleeve shorts it. gives off. It's like wearing a hoodie with shorts. It's not even close to wearing a hoodie with shorts. It's a long sleeve shirt. 
First of all, there's no problem wearing a hoodie with shorts either. No, uh, tell him, Brett. What's up with Coos right now? Like, what are you? Like, are you cold or are you warm? Which time. one? You got to hey, pick. Hey, it's about that time. You see, you're the great example right now of why I, I struggle sometimes with, with long sleeve shirts. Okay. Because you roll them up, right? And well, I, I did. That. Well, you did. But well, Coos is getting me. But I, I do my that all the time. I roll it up. Yeah. And so two times after wearing them, the 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 sleeve part down yeah. near your wrist is now like. Well, this yeah, big. especially all the typing especially, that you do, man. You well, know, not only that, especially with these biceps. Well, I was going to say, because all that typing that you do, man, you're really building up those wrists, you know what I'm saying? So I get your problem. I'm okay. Uh, but anyway, so someday we'll get a fashion line going here on this show. I like it's that. It's going to be really weird I looking, look for, but it's well, going to be a good one. I'll be honest. It's going to be a very <laughs> weird collaboration because you're setting your ways, and I'm kind of setting my ways. So I'm really curious to see yeah. how we can come yeah. to some kind of common ground. Speaking of one heck of a collaboration, here we are at Action Sports Jacks <laughs> on ESPN 690. Hope everybody's doing well. On a Tuesday, uh, we have Jason Fitz along. Mm-hmm. Brought the cheeses for him. Nice. Um, oh, that's, that's an extra big box. That is a big, aggressive box of What Jesus. is that? That extra toasty box? What I is, like oh, the, the family extra size. Okay. Yep. Um, and so we'll have that. Uh, we'll might have Matthew Driscoll may join us. Josh Allen, Jaguars pass rusher, scheduled to join us sometime. Cool. We may even go up to Augusta uh, as well. We will talk a little bit about the Masters. Some. A choked up Tiger Woods today, reminiscing. I'm gonna tell you, that guy is totally different than he used to be. (laughs) Choked up Tiger Woods, Uh, but emotion. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of the Masters, and we'll have some fun with. uh, I want to give a a salute to Tiger Tracker, but I'll explain why. We talked a little bit about this in a break yesterday, Mm -hmm. and I have a little spinoff of of the Tiger Tracker on Twitter uh, that that might get everybody involved. So uh, we will do that. Jack signed another kicker today. Yeah. God bless him. More kickers. Who do we have now? Uh, Chase McLaughlin. Chase, Chase McLaughlin. I guess. I think. Sounds like a country singer. I get kind of tuned out. I just see a roster move. Okay, it's going to be a kicker. Sounds Never like a country guy. singer. Well, do we have any background on this guy? I mean, he's going to be here for like a week, so we got to get to know him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, don't get to know him too much. Yeah, I know. Uh, Chase McLaughlin uh, signed off Minnesota's practice squad. There it is. And so here he goes. He uh, spent... The previous nine weeks of the season on the Vikings practice squad. He's appeared in 11 career games for the Colts, Chargers, and 49ers all during the 2019 season. 18 of 23 field goals, 26 okay. of 26 PATs. I'm surprised you guys Experience. in your fantasy world hasn't, haven't heard of this guy. He's a <laughs> University of Illinois guy um, what? What kind and of? Uh, from Texas, so originally. There so, you go. Hey, so first of all, don't say the fantasy world, but Kuz and I are going after kickers and like scouting them. They're hey, kickers. Hey, you guys you, take this stuff serious. You just plug and play. Obviously, you don't because you're still having a pretty bad season. But uh, you no, know what? I, you don't take I a, made my first real. What'd you do? I want to say a swear word right uh, now. I, I can and tell. it actually got me mad. I could tell. What happened? I'm so ma- I'm so mad. What but, happened? But this is the long and short of why fantasy. I don't. I haven't played fantasy mm-hmm. a lot over the years mm-hmm. because I. This is what happens to me. Now I've been pretty good. Yeah. I've, I've been pretty good in terms of being religious about checking my lineups oh, okay. and everything else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a routine now. You know, I, sure. I have a six pack thing that I do, and I got to do that, and I got, I got my fantasy, and I, ma- I make sure I check that. I even check it on Thursday nights, because the Thursday night game used to screw me up all the time. Sure. So, Throws you for a curveball. Like, I'm in it to win it. I'm glad to well, hear it. over the weekend, Keenan Allen yeah. starts having, like, sniffles or allergy stuff or whatever, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, boy, COVID-19, st- you know, the questionable. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, I get- before I forget, mm-hmm. it's gonna- it's Georgia, Florida week, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of stuff going. I'm going to forget. I'm sure. going to take him out of the lineup. We put Darius Slayton in the lineup because I have him on my bench. <laughs> and then late on Saturday night, like Sunday Jones morning, again. it comes out that Keenan Allen's playing. Sure. 
Well, Keenan Allen has 20 point, 19 point something points. Hey, as he does every single game. Yeah, and game. I play him every week. He's yeah. been great for me. I've had him for two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a runner-up yeah. for the belt last year because yep. of him. And first place loser, but okay, go and, ahead. And yeah, that's still pretty good. And yeah. I auto drafted. And then <laughs> yeah, this, year, this year, and then so I have Slayton go. He's got like one point three points. Yeah. And guess what? I lost by seven. Oh no! Oh no! I lost by seven. Ooh. So if I had played yeah. Keenan Allen, we'll be having this conversation no, right now. I'd have one now. All of a sudden, five the consolation bracket now. Four in a row. Yeah. That was a big one too because I was playing the second place guy in my division. Yeah. And that there's only four teams that get in our bracket. Correct. So I just screwed myself. You really did. That's on you. By, I mean, I kinda, and by the way, I'm a little pissed about it. And, uh, like as, as you should be. Like a little. Yeah. I mean, not as mad as the Jets blow in the game last night. Well, but, and I'm and I'm mad at the Jets, and not for the reason that they lost the game because they're the Jets, and of course they did because Jamison Crowder. If he's gonna be active, then put him in the whole game. Don't keep him out for the first half or whatever, and then put him in sparingly, and then all of a sudden, oh, here's a touchdown. Let's keep playing him. Like that was that was a really. They're obviously tanking. The, the, the Jets are tanking. Because if you just watched how they used Jamison Crowder last night, a.k.a. their best receiver, what a all due respect was, to Mims, all due respect to Perriman, but it's the Jamison Crowder show. He was non-existent the first half. Yeah, you told much. me Flacco likes yeah. Crowder. I might have listened to that, and that didn't pan out in another something I was doing. He's going to touch something. He didn't pan out. Well, I mean, overall, I needed him bigger than that. Oh, well, I mean, how, how big do you want? It's the New York Jets. All right? Yeah. I try to help you out. My bad. Uh, how about, by the way, the Jets. My goodness, the Jets. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. So I was mad. Brent. I was actually mad. But why are you doing this to yourself? I, I was, like, into it. I That's was cool. We had the whole family was into it. Like, Steph's like, <laughs> what's going on here? Why do you guys affair. want the Jets to lose so bad? Yeah. Well, so she figured it out. Taking. But Ty was, like, all in. Like, wouldn't go to bed. Oh, wow. Until, I mean, he was like, I'm school night nonetheless. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Like, Steph's yeah. yelling at him. Still not going to bed. Better listen to your mom, kid. But Sure. At the same time, I mean, that's how all in we were on it. Yeah. Like, we're like, oh, the Jets, the Jets, the Jets, the Jets. My but gosh, they ran four plays in the fourth quarter. Well, how hey, do you do but, that? But why are you putting your faith in the worst team in the NFL? Like, that's what you get. All right? Like, don't sit, don't come in here. They were up after, by 10. Hey, don't come in here after a Monday night football game on a Tuesday and complain about the New York Jets. They are who they are. All right? I don't have any sympathy for you in the New York Jets. There's a reason why they're the worst team in the NFL right now, and there's a reason why they're probably going to win a game this year. It's because they're the Jets. Okay, it's because Adam Gates is the coach. Look at the personnel. Playing the New England Patriots. Pretty solid team. Cam Newton. I'm winning my bet with you, by the way, with the, with the overall win record. And by the way, so if, go and pay if that the one Jets up right had now. won that game, that would have been very interesting. Yeah, but, interesting <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> now it's, it's not over. interesting, is it? No, 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 I'm sitting pretty now. But by the way, it's the New York Jets, Brent, in case you didn't know. I mean, four plays in the fourth quarter. The Patriots ran 35 plays. Like, I mean, Cam Newton, hats off, did a good job. Yeah. But they're running quarterback sneaks on second down, third down, fourth down from the one. They're running quarterback sneaks from at third and one from their own 40 with 20 seconds to go. Yeah. And running. <laughs> I'm just this saying, man. college football, no, Bill Belichick. You. The clock doesn't stop. They don't even trust Cam Newton. And then they give him a 25-yard pa- uh, pad on the receiver for yeah. that last play. I mean, the Jets would have lost anyway in overtime or something. Or even worse, they would have tied, which would have went, went even worse for yeah. the Jags probably. But, I mean, I just uh, I, I couldn't believe it. They had a 10-point lead. They ran four plays. They ran four plays. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't they hand the ball off with five minutes to go? Like, there, you seriously have to wonder, who's in on the tank? <laughs> who's in on the tank? I mean, Joe Flacco, the look on his face when he went back on the field, like, oh, man, 
the competitor in me says we got to go try to win, but yeah. I, I just got something in my ear. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it, it like looked like that. Like you can do a thought bubble, and it's like devil and angel. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, Black was playing for job. Like he wants to play some more. He Not played in New York, but someplace football. else. He played really good. He looked really good. He played fantastic. No. The Jets played as good as they could play. Yeah. The Patriots probably played as good as they could play. They stink. Yeah, but the the guy that's falling down in the secondary yeah, a couple times. That, I'm, uh, the Patriots. Was it, was it raining? That I guess it was raining, wasn't it? Or not, no, it wasn't yeah, raining. Really, but they say yeah. that MetLife Field is a little. Mm, yeah, it's been it's, like that all year. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, that's but, true. But, I mean, the Patriots are bad, right? Like, is that what you is that what you took away from that? Just as much as the Jets, we know are bad. Yeah, I mean, the, the Patriots are bad. The Patriots are built like a like a. A lower level college team that I mean, like I was surprised how much they actually passed last night. You know, um, like it was Myers had a pretty good game. For the Patriots became yeah, like, never came out of no, the guy. Don't know where he is either. Julian Edelman he was not nowhere to be seen. He, he got hurt. Yeah, I know that was crazy. Um, but yes, the the Patriots are not good. But once again, don't put your faith in the Jets. That's what you get. The Jets didn't even have don't Quentin Williams in. in that game, no. and they still played. But like again. That is admirable the way they played. We got into it again yesterday. I don't know if you saw on social media, mm. but. I love him. Uh, Gary Smith's from Florida Time Junior. Good oh, okay. man. Gary uh, or or Larry or, you know, how Minshew calls him all the oh, different yeah, names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. G- that's Gary. Okay. And Gary's a great guy. Sure. Uh, Gary was out of his mind last night. Uh-oh, here he we was go. attacking everybody now, now we're that going wanted to people to, lo- to, to lose, what, like wanted the Jets to win. Yeah. And and are fighting for the draft position. What was his reason? I was, like, I was like, is this an Austin Lane Oh, I gotta see. What's up, hey Gary? You're getting a follow. Where's he at, man? What, how do you spell his last name? S M I T S. It's it's Gary, by the way. We call him Gary because it's two R's. Okay. Uh, not not one R. I'm sorry. Like it's again. two T's or one T. One. Okay, I'll find him in a second. Please continue. Uh, but anyway, like we were having this discussion on Twitter, which is sometimes more difficult than in person. Okay, a lot of times more difficult than in person. But I mean. He he just couldn't believe. He's like, "What do you mean you you want to cover a team that doesn't want to win?" Mm-hmm. Or well, that's not the more. That's not it. Let's go. Nobody is saying the Jags don't want to win. Mm-hmm. Nobody is saying that inside the building. Nobody is discrediting them for effort. Mm-hmm. Nobody is discrediting coaches for trying. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. Uh, now you could wonder, like, how many kickers are we going to sign that have never kicked before? Uh, you could hey, wonder well, about the front office. One now. Uh, you could you can wonder, like, why don't they ever give the ball to James Robinson for a three game stretch? Yeah. Like, there's there's some things to wonder about. Mm-hmm. But again, effort and trying is not a curiosity. I think all the fans would even say, you know what, they're trying. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, is what we talked about yesterday, and that is the Jags played well on Sunday. The Jags quarterback played well. The Jags running back played well. Mm-hmm. The Jags receiver, meaning DJ Chark, played well. The Jaguars defense did a nice job. 27 points, which was their best effort in a while, but also just a touchdown against Deshaun Watson in the second half with the game in the balance to give yourself a chance to, to come back and win. The Jags played well and still lost to a bad football team 27-25. That's the reality. We discussed that a lot yesterday. And I know we disagree. We're not going to sit here and talk about tanking the whole time. But the bottom line is, like, the Jags... This is where we're at. Like this is this is the reality of it. Like you don't have to hope for tanking. We don't even have to talk about tanking because the Jaguars aren't good enough to win many football games. So they're in the conversation by default. Like they might sneak another win or two. Yeah. But they would still be in the conversation for the number two pick. You know why? Because Washington, Dallas, and the Giants might win another game or two as well. But let's be honest though. 
It's more than that because you have the Jets right now living rent-free in your head. You, you said it was a family affair last night where you wanted the Jets to lose. Well, the New York Jets. Yeah, it was. I mean, so, I, listen, I got excited about the Jets. I did. Oh, exactly. I so mean, because all of a sudden saying, you're talking so about a more, buffer. You're talking about number one pick instead of number two pick. So it's more than just playing hard and putting entertaining games. It is a tank in your perspective. That's what it is. Like, when, when you're cheering for the Jets, you're cheering for tanking. Yes, I, I, I am. It, what we're cheering about, though, and what... Um, or what we see in the big picture, I think, and I say we because Jags fan base, I know you're with me. You're not with Gary, and you're not with Austin. No, I understand, I understand that. I, so I get on the minority right me. now. And and what you're seeing is, hey, Brent, you've been around here since 2008. You've mm-hmm. seen one good year. Mm-hmm. And if we want to go turn this thing around, because we all want to turn this thing around, we want the vibe of 2017, but we want it in 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. We want it for the next decade like that. So to win big, let's lose big for once. Let's not be muddled in a 3-13 and 13 and maybe the third pick, because the third pick might be a big drop-off from the first or second pick. That's what everybody's saying. Nope, listen, every fan around here wants the Jags to be good. They just feel like this is the best way to get good quicker is to sometimes lose bigger. And that's what the Jacksonville Jaguars have. I think we all understand that. I'm not sitting here and saying you should endorse it. I'm also not. I don't think anybody in Jacksonville is saying these guys aren't trying. I think that's a very important declaration to make. Nobody's saying that. I just don't think they're good enough. And so far through the first eight games of the year, they have proven that. They're one and seven and they've lost seven in a row. But you're also saying that if the Jaguars go to Lambeau Field and they somehow miraculously win that football game against all odds. And they're dancing on the field. They're celebrating because it's the biggest win of their season. It doesn't get as better as that. You and 99% of the fan base, besides me and Gari. Gari? Gari. Gary. Gar- well, I, I call think, him Gari. Well, whatever his name. I'm gonna, I, I don't find you on Twitter either, by the way. I'm going to find him later. We're going to be saying, well, I'm going to be happy for them. I'm going to be happy that they beat the Green Bay Packers. Like Nobody was buying into that. The other 99% of you people, and I say you people, are going to be ticked off. You're going to be ticked off because the Jacksonville Jaguars just screwed up their chance. And either Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, they screw up their chance of tanking. And that's where we differ. Simple as that. I celebrate when the Jaguars win. You passive-aggressively hang your head and get ticked off. Well, I I can't say, say you might be lying. Say I'm wrong. I, I don't know if you're wrong because they'll have to do it for me to feel it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've never been to this point. Like, I've never been mm-hmm. this far all in on the first or second pick. Yeah. Like, I've never I've never hey, done that. Hey, all I'm going to say is I hope it's worth it. Okay? <laughs> I do, too. I, I, I hope it's worth it from, from your standpoint because you're changing who you are. You're turning your back on the team, and now you're on Team Tank. And I'm, all I'm going to say is I hope it's worth it. Well, it's at least trying something different. I hope it's worth it. Because whatever else has been tried... Ain't working. Gary, I'll see you on Twitter, man. I don't know what your handle. I can't find it, bro. I'll help you find Maybe it. Maybe he blocked me. Just look up Smiths. I think he blocked me. No, he didn't block you. We'll see. Nah, you guys are buddies right now. He's... Yeah, we are, man. He, hey, well, he gets it. Hey, speaking of the Jets and Patriots, I got a crazy idea. I stole it, but I got a crazy idea. This is some crazy bleep. Okay. When we come back <laughs> next on ESPN 690. Martin, well, listen, if we wanted to just bump WWE by like a half hour or a few minutes, yeah. we should have just rolled your your highlight tape. Austin Lane. Oh, and there it is. 
And now Brent's playing ball. All of a sudden, Chapman throwing some high heat at me. Watch out for that suspension, Brent. Real quick, though. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it felt good. But, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, we're in a position where, you know, this was a division game, a much-needed win for multiple reasons, not only for the division, but also, you know, for our confidence. And, you know, we just needed one, in our opinion. We got a... Um, a uh, strong feat here coming up <clears throat> this weekend. Uh, we just got to get healthy and just pair it with a great week of, of practice and we'll be all right. Yeah, I'm supposed to give it away. I knew that was Cam. Did you know it was Cam? Didn't know it was Cam. Hopefully that, that throat clearing is nothing serious. And every time someone clears their throat, I'm I'm high alert. Well, he already had it, right? You can get it again, can't you? I don't know. What's, what is the story on getting – I think Marcel said you can get it again. Yeah. I think it was like a cooling off period or something. Is there? Because he was one of the first ones, right, Cam Newton? Yeah. In the summer before the season even started? Is yeah. that right? Uh, I mean, he was like the – he's the first big name. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Was yeah. it during the season, though? It was during the season. Uh, was it during the season or was it in August? No, it was during the season, remember, because they had to cancel that game. Okay. I don't know, man. So many it, was, uh, it was the Patriots-Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken, okay. wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Ready? It's all good. You're just focused on tanking. Don't worry about it. I'm focused on that and tweeting right now. But uh, <laughs> by the way, Kuz just said he he got PS5. Nope. No. No. Nope. Nope. Xbox. Nope. Whatever. Wow. Xbox. Wow. <laughs> Xbox. I mean, what? Yeah. Xbox something. Let's just call Xbox it that. Xbox Series X. Series X. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Is that Instead like Series? Someone PS called the best and going PS1, series. PS2, Is PS3. that Series 10? <laughs> yeah. Series 10. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, there's Xbox 360, and you can't there, even yeah, go 720. Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox... Yeah, that wasn't forward-thinking on their part. Xbox no, like, they kind of pigeonholed themselves <laughs> yeah. after that. Well, think about I, it, like, uh, you know, like, for parents, when the kid's like, I want the new Xbox, and then you go and you see all these, oh, you're not yeah. going to know what oh. the order it is. Listen, Oof. been there. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> not, it's a rough one not for, for parents. The new, even for, like, remote controls. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, don't mess up with, like, an old one. Controllers, no, yeah. controllers, yeah. Or, or now these. The headsets, I headsets know. Headsets now. It's like Retail. they got a million of them. You better believe it. I'm sitting there talking to our buddy from St. Augustine, who's who's the gamer, okay. and asking him, like, which headset am I supposed to get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives it to me, and I can't find him anywhere. <laughs> it's, uh... I actually want them for myself. Because I, I thought know, they sounded so good. Really? Like, a lot better than what we're rocking here. Yeah, so you have respect PS5? I, well, I'm going to get a PS5, yes. So PS5 and X, you guys are don't like each other. You know, I mean, we, under, we understand each other. And, yeah, that, like, and that's how you get a perfect world. We only, we only don't like each other when it comes to, like, Gears of War and, yeah. um, like, um, I'm trying to think of a, a PS. A, a little respect, please. Yeah, no, I, I, nothing comes to mind. Oh, wow, Spider-Man Miles Morales <laughs> is coming out. A God of War. You yeah, know, no, I got a few. Yeah, PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, you're losing me. Yeah, so let's reel this thing well, back Let's talk in. about golf. Right, Partno, Austin Lane. No, I'm going to give this to you. <laughs> okay. All right, and this is not my idea. Got a got a text from Zach Friedis, who's down in our TV department. Okay. Uh, and he texts me. He doesn't usually text me, but he texts me. I got an idea for the radio. He's like, how's this? How about this for an idea? Let's get it. And I, was, I read it, and I was like, huh. I hadn't thought about that, but I kind of like it. Okay. Shad Khan. Okay. Go get. Okay. Bill Belichick. I mean, you think he would be into that? Well, of course I don't know if or think he would be into it. But you go and try to get everybody's thought. I don't know. I just, but why not? Sure, man. Seriously, like, we throw out names all the time. And, of course, we're a little premature here. It's not like Doug 
doesn't still have the job, and it's always a dangerous thing. But the bottom line is that this tracks this way. We're looking at a clean sweep in Jacksonville, and everybody knows that. Yeah. So uh, Doug knows that, okay? So, I mean, everybody knows that. But everybody's talked to, hey, Dabble Swinney or Urban Meyer or Eric Bieniemy or Arthur Smith or Joe Brady or, you know, pick your guy, right? Yeah. And all these people. And I just thought it was it. I hadn't heard that. Now, maybe some, maybe it's been out there and, and somebody suggested. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But when Zach brought it up, I was like, you know what? That's really interesting because now the point being is if you have the one or two pick even, mm-hmm. right? And how attractive is your job? Hmm. Now, what we don't know, we thought there were some bristles in the Belichick-Brady craft uh, relationship, according hmm. to some reports in the last few years. Obviously, Brady leaves. So does that mean Belichick and Kraft are all on the same page and, and things are great there? Does Belichick want to try to go somewhere he could win at the end of his career and, and try to redo things rather than be stuck where they're at right now against the cap a little bit no quarterback kind of in a in a weird space because they have nothing i mean they could they could easily be in position to get trey lance or zach wilson or somebody yeah but they don't know that right now they they wouldn't uh, beat the jets again they're up to four wins or maybe five wins or maybe even more who knows so if they if they sit there and they end up five and eleven or six and ten, mm-hmm. well, what's Bill Belichick going to do the next couple of years? I mean, they were trying to potentially trade away Stephon Gilmore. That shows you where their organization is at yeah. uh, right now. They're not very good. We saw that yesterday. And not to sit here and say the Jags are good, but maybe you could ask this for any organization that could be looking for a coach. But he asked specifically about. The Jags. I was like, hey, you know what? That's a crazy idea. Now, if you want some crazy bleep, that's I didn't even think about that. It's insane. That, that would be. But Shotcon has, I think, met with Belichick before in these coaching hire processes. He's, he's at least discussed and had conversations with him, as I remember. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think I'm a big bull. I believe what happened is uh, Belichick called Shotcon about Doug Marone and endorsed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard that. So I think there might be a little bit of a uh, just a relationship that, you know, any owner, along with head coach conversations could have. I have no idea if Bill Belichick would be it. But, hey, come on down to Florida. The later years of your coaching career, you could restart all over and win faster than winning in New England and get away from maybe a stigma where how do you reset in New England? Right. Mm -hmm. You've, You've had all this success. Well, you you are not going to repeat that success. Anything, anything. That Bill Belichick does right now is is really a failure because there's no way he can top what they just did for the last two decades. You could go to a place, and again, I'm not saying that is Jacksonville definitely, but maybe it's another team, and say, hey, you got five. You want to do this for another five years? Well, you could do something similar, or at least try to make them an upstart franchise and get a lot of credit for that. And look, hey, I was able to go there and do what maybe Tom Brady's trying to do with Tampa. You know, hmm. so it's a I just was like, hey, if I'm Shad Khan, why wouldn't you try it? Why wouldn't you see if it's a possibility? Say, hey, we'd look, we need to change this thing, man. We're going to have $100 million in cap space. we got a lot of young talent. We have the number two pick, let's say. That's an attractive job. If there was a time to get a guy like that and reel him away from somewhere, could this be the time? Yeah, and I get it. I mean, Peter King brought this up in his – Oh, did he? Monday morning quarterback article. But With the Jags? No, you'd trade him. No, you were saying, uh, could the Patriots possibly trade Bill Belichick away? Oh, I didn't see it. I honestly yeah, yeah. didn't see it. So. Yeah. Um, so I read a little bit about this. 
It's possible. So, like, the problem with the whole so the, the, the trade thing was the big thing that I took away from it. Which I think we've seen this before. Like, well, who was the other coach that got traded? Um, well, Belichick got traded. But was wasn't it, uh, Peyton? Wasn't there like another coach that got traded um, back in the day? There was. Yeah, well, regardless, no, yeah. it was uh, Andy Reid. It wasn't part of him. No. Um, ah, regardless, there is somebody. I, I'm drawing a blank though. Yeah, but with that being said. The article broke down that you probably wouldn't get the value that you wanted if you're Robert Kraft or whoever's making those decisions. You never do. So it wouldn't make sense from the trade perspective. Now, from the perspective of could Bill Belichick just say, hey, man, I'm washing my hands of this. I'm going to go someplace new. Yeah, it's always a possibility, right? I mean, coaches want to win. But at the same time, I think with what Belichick's been able to build in New England, a part of me wants to say he's going to see it through. Because there is an ego related to the head coaching position, right? And Tom Brady leaves, and now Belichick's left with a mediocre team, maybe even a less than mediocre team. That has to eat at him. Like, it has to eat at him knowing that right now Tom Brady and Tampa are probably slated to go to the playoffs, and the Patriots, well, not so much. Like, that has to eat at Bill Belichick. And I think the competitor in Bill Belichick wants to go, you know what? We're better than Tom Brady. Like, we're going to rebuild. We're going to find some way. We're going to get our guy, and we're going to try to get back to the promised land. So I think the ego, I think the overall just, you know, the the gamesmanship that is Bill Belichick, I think he stays in New England just to try to prove that he can do it without Tom Brady. This is interesting. I'm looking up some articles and trying to find out, like, when Bill Belichick's contract runs up, and nobody knows. Hmm. He's kept it so under wraps, yeah. and the Patriots have kept it so under wraps that what nobody knows what his contract is, at least in the articles that I'm seeing. I've seen a couple of them yeah. all together. Uh, and this was a recent article, actually, uh, that just basically said, uh, is, is this the year for him to break away or to try to put the pieces back together? Mm-hmm. And I just – what I said, it, I, I do think has some value to it in terms of you can't duplicate the success they had. And so, therefore, you're climbing a hill that you can't get to the top of. You're just now you can do so. You can leave it in a better place. You know, you can get it going in the right direction. And that might be all Bill Belichick wants to do over the next three, four, five years, however long he wants to coach. Uh, But you also there's something about look what LeBron's done. Right. There's something to it about guys. I don't know. Some guys, not all. There's some to something to staying with a place for as long as possible. There's also something to saying, hey, I can do this here as well. LeBron's a big example of that. LeBron basically said, I can do it in Cleveland. I can do it in Miami. I can do it in Cleveland again. I can do it in L.A. And he wants to be able to showcase, hey, I can I can do it this way. I think Brady, there's a little bit of that in him breaking away from Belichick, although I, I think if they had given him a five-year deal, they might have never broke away. But I, I think a little bit of this Brady is like, hey, I can win without Bill, too. I mean, uh, we, no, we, I understand we, that. We, we all but, are together, but I can win without Bill. I wonder if there's a little bit of that in Belichick saying, I can win another. I didn't win in Cleveland, and yeah. I know I won here with Brady, but watch me go build something else up. I can do it. But let's be honest, though. And listen, Bill Belichick, probably the greatest coach of all time, one of the greatest coaches for sure. How Shouldn't you be scared, though, if you're a Jaguars fan and Bill Belichick's coming to Jacksonville? Because you tried it with Tom Coughlin, and it didn't work. You lost the organization. You put the organization back years. Okay, so now you're going to bring bring an old-school-type mentality coach to the Jacksonville Jaguars organization with the youngest team in the NFL. Thought about that. I thought about that, and I'm not a big fan of that. You shouldn't be. But here's what I am a big fan of. Okay. There's a culture that needs to change in Jacksonville. There's a big time culture that needs to change. The, the, the 
losing the we'll do anything to get better, meaning tanking even to get better. That's where the fans are at. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what we've been through in Jacksonville. And so here's the deal with Bill Belichick. There's a really good chance that if he has a halfway decent team, that guy doesn't finish under 500. So even that, even at its low point, wouldn't be where the Jags have been multiple times over the last decade. You know, and so it starts to flip the culture. I get what you're saying there. I actually thought about that. It's like, I don't know if I like, will Belichick work? Will the whole, but I I mean, listen, this is a guy that's brought in Randy Moss and tried Antonio Brown and and obviously has dealt with some big egos as well. They had the buffer of Brady. I always thought Brady was a big buffer in that. So, well, yeah, but I mean, he's not Tom Coughlin is my point. Okay, but I don't think, I mean, Tom Coughlin is a little bit. I don't know. At least maybe the story of Tom Coughlin is that he's a little bit more of that old school style and not willing to change. I'm not sure. Bella. I mean, Belichick went to Randy Moss's Halloween party. Sure. Tom but Coughlin no, would never have done that. But Brent, let's be honest. So the only reason why those teams are able to, to coexist together was because they're winning 24 seven. Like the, the, the reason why I Belichick got Randy Moss was because Randy Moss wanted to go to the Super Bowl. It wasn't because Belichick's like you know a great coach to be around. He's not a players' coach. And when you let players go, like Danny Amendola, um, Rob Gronkowski, when, when those players leave the organization, you hear about how miserable it was. You hear how much they weren't having fun. And do you know how many Super Bowls those guys won, and they still weren't having fun? Yeah, yeah. So my point to you is, if you bring Bill Belichick here. And you don't win the big one in the first three or four years. What kind of environment is that going to be? Because when you lose players and they say it wasn't a good time, it wasn't you weren't having fun, and you're still winning Super Bowls, you're not having fun. That's a testament to what kind of culture uh, you know Bill Belichick has created. And then when you bring that culture to the youngest team in the NFL, I think it's a recipe for disaster. I think I've been a fan of getting the young guy in or the next thing in or the the innovative guy that relate to the players. No doubt about it. Okay, but if you're sitting here and telling me. That Bill Belichick, you can go get Arthur Smith or Bill Belichick wants to come here and coach the Jaguars. And again, I'm making this up, but I have a hell of a hard time turning down Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's my point. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. Would I prefer the 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 check the box on these kind of things before I go to the 67 year old coach? Uh, Yes. But we're not talking about any 67 year old coach. I I think if you wanted to bring Nick Saban or Bill Belichick to Jacksonville, that trumps anything that I could argue against. Uh, especially because we know that would equal more wins. They just don't lose. Now, would it mean the big one? I don't know, but they just don't lose. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll get to the phone lines. Also, uh, a little bit more on the NFL. Jason Fitz will join us at 4 o'clock. And uh, some news out about potential postseason play in the NFL just moments ago. The owners voted on. We'll have that side of the story on ESPN 690 when we come back. I know you uh, guys will have questions about Christian. Um, you know, I, I can confirm that he hurt his shoulder on the uh, uh, last drive on their sideline. As of right now, you know, I'd, I'd list him day to day. Seeing the doctor, you know, seeing uh, all, all the different medical people and just uh, figuring out where exactly he is. So I, I really won't have much comment uh, out of respect for him other than that. Uh, but I would listen day to day and we'll probably have a better answer for you guys on Wednesday. I would have never got that. That was Matt Rule. Uh, All right. So, by the way, I give credit to my man, Zach Friedis, down in TV land. Yeah. So, apparently, other people have been talking about this Jacksonville thing. Yeah. I just didn't see it. Yeah. So, sorry to steal it. Who, what do you see? It. You saw it. Colin Coward. Coward. Yep. And then uh, Peter King. And, well, and you saw the King article, which was more ago. in general, right? That wasn't necessarily specific to Jacksonville. No, it wasn't Jacksonville. It was just okay. uh, what would happen but if I just the heard a thing from Coward away. that was specific Talk to Jacksonville. Talk about Jacksonville. Yeah. All right.
Well, sorry to steal it, but every good thing is stolen. I thought, we're, I thought Zach was coming up with a crazy idea. I thought I was just stealing it from yeah, him. You're getting ready to bring him on the show. You're getting ready to, I mean, I gave yeah, him credit. I'll a job. Yeah. I mean, what the hell, Zach? At least I know, give me a man. heads up that you stole it. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's still a fun talker. Yeah, it's a great talker. That's what we're here for. I just hope we don't have any kind of like legal repercussions coming our way now because, <laughs> you know? I don't think so. Put, you put the whole show in jeopardy listen, sometimes. Listen, What's we've up? done worse. Yeah, you better believe uh, that. I mean, Koo said some things yesterday. I don't even sure you could say on radio. Uh, let's bring in. Uh, <laughs> you can't. Let's bring in Stephen uh, real quick. I think on this topic uh, here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Uh, welcome back, Stephen. Did we steal your question? Uh, no, actually, and uh, once again, I'll reiterate what Austin said yesterday. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Who is this guy, Stephen? Man, I apologize. <laughs> Uh, no, but um, I had my comment towards the Belichick. Uh, take a look at Austin across for you. When you weren't there, he told me a story about a, one of his buddies who will name who will be named unnamed. Uh, the issue he had to go with Belichick in the hallway trying to name everybody on the uh, wall. We did have that conversation. Uh, I don't think we want. Yeah. Huh? I, I said yes. Yeah. Well, we did have that conversation. Yeah, and. Uh, I mean, I really don't think that would go well here. But, I mean, there are plenty of other head coaches everybody's looking at, like Ed Bieniemy from Kansas. Uh, you also got Byron Left, which would be a hell of a story, him coming back to where his NFL career started as a head coach. Yeah. I mean, there's there's plenty of candidates out there. But Belichick, I I really highly doubt it. Well, I, I do too. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate the call. Listen, I mean, I obviously other people are now talking about Belichick mm-hmm. leaving Patriots and or, or potentially or just playing these scenarios out. Welcome to mid-November on Sports Talk Radio. But uh, especially when you're one in seven, uh, the you know I'm not saying it's going to happen. I don't think yeah. it's going to happen. But can you in your right mind, you can give me all the bad things about Belichick from mm-hmm. age to discipline to no fun to whatever. Can you absolutely, how could you say, hey, yeah, he might be interested in coming, but I don't want to explore that. I mean, no, you can't listen, do. You have to explore. Look, look at the guy's track record. Look at how many wins he has underneath his belt. Look at how many championships he has underneath his belt. Yes, you have to explore it. Then as you explore deeper, you start peeling it back a little bit like an onion. It might start to stink a little bit just because if you're trying to build a new culture with the youngest team, is that really going to mix that well? By the way, and this goes for the draft, too. There are some organizations that can take chances, that can be outside the box, can be convicted. This isn't one of them. They haven't made enough decisions to do that. Mm-hmm. When, a, when, a, when an easy decision stares you in the face, yeah. you have to sometimes do it. That's why Justin Fields like has to be taken if the Jags are number two. Sure. You can't go take Zach Wilson. You have to take Fields because you can't be wrong. Well, let it be a lesson to you, too. Maybe start being nice to people. I'll start sharing my Bill, Be- Bill Belichick story with you as well. Maybe. I probably already know it. I will be back on ESPN 690.